like that. Hey guys, welcome back to Two and a Half Girls. I'm Cassie Skirbo. I'm Brett Collins. And I'm Laura Samuels. And today you're probably wondering why no one is sitting in the guest seat. Where's so our guest? Before we explain this, I think we need to all have a quick little shot. Yeah. So let's bring out Dorito. Dorito. Oh, here oh. she is. Oh. Oh. Hi. What? Wait, yeah. Is it? What? Is Dorito our guest of the day? It is none oh other than Dorito, well, our Do very own Dorito. If Dorito, our very own Dorito, is going to be our, our amazing guest. guest of the hour, since everybody's been requesting it, who who's in a bartender? Yeah, big, big Red. Big Red. Big Red, baby. Oh, my God. There she is. <laughs> That's our girl. Let's Big Red, Instagram, at Alexa Mai, and she's one of our best friends. One of our friends best friends. Who, who is... Who we love and who's super oh, yeah. entertaining, intelligent, all the good things. Also, Dorito, how do we feel? Hilarious. Is she doing you justice today? Oh, the hair is yeah. killing it. Yeah. 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 She's got the yeah. I'd say I'm, you're I'm like killing, killing it. it. Yep. I'd say you're killing it. So Thanks, basically, yeah. a ton of people have been DMing all of us just wondering more about who Dorito is and like... Honestly, mm -hmm. wanting her to be a guest, so we figured, you know what? It's about time. Like, so she is our guest this week. Yeah. And Alexa, yeah. our other lovely friend, is filling in as the bartender. So, What's oh, up, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> More prosecco. Um, right. Are you coming to break the ice? Wait. Are you guys ready to break the ice? We're gonna yes. break the ice. We're getting right into it. Let's break it. the ice. Let's How does it feel to be on this side? I don't know. It's like, uh, it's really like intimidating. It's very hot. Scary. <laughs> Here. We have no We're AC wearing a leather guys. jacket in August. I, don't, I just don't feel comfortable without a, like a this hair, this crazy hair. Right? <laughs> Your mouth. Fun fact: Sarah dresses so the normal. exact same way year round. You will never catch her in anything other than like black yeah. jackets. Body suits, it's her thing. Windbreaker. It's actually it's like my thing. daytime barbecue summer outfit. <laughs> like, no, yeah. it really, it really Which is. Which is a, leather, a this, leather jacket and a leotard. <laughs> there was this meme the other day that was like, uh, you know, whatever you wear every day, just consider that if you die, then whatever you're wearing is going to be your ghost outfit for eternity. And she was like, "Oh well, I'm I'm for sure a bodysuit ghost, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> bodysuit and windbreaker girl. That's yeah. that's that's your ghost and outfit." And a pair of hoops. All that's right, me. what is it, Big Red? Hit us. You, my dear. All right, let's see. Let's see Read about it this. Off, Laura. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's Ooh. your what's your best drunk story? Oh Jesus. I got so many, I don't oh, know. Oh fuck. Laura, Laura, actually, I would make fun of you and say that you have a lot, but actually I have just as many. Just as many. More. I'm so interested to so. see which one you choose. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna tell one that none of you guys have heard, actually. Oh really? Okay, yes. okay, great. Uh -huh. I think wow. at least. This is, I have to, I'm sorry, I love you so much, Brett. Brett is that person that always has it together. Like. We'll be having podcast meetings, me and Laura. It's late, later in the day. I want to like wind down. We'll have a, a glass of wine. And Brett's like, no, I'm going to go home. I'm going to finish the reel. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the gym. And then I'm going to like run again. And then I'm going to go to the gym again. And then do another highlight reel. Make but like, when he does drink. Yeah. This he like, goes for it. He like, it, it's like, he, I don't, he transcends to another universe. I mean, it's all like, or nothing. It's a transformative experience. And like, yeah. it's like nothing's <laughs> It's all. I'm an all or nothing person when it comes to, to you know oh partying and drinking. But so uh, just, am I? I, I want Dorito to start. start. Oh, okay. Brett, start. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll begin. Okay, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this story. So, I'd say it was probably 2012. I believe I was underage at the time. I would think I, I might have been 21, but I think I was 20. And me and my best friend from uh, high school, her name's Annie. 
Shout out to Annie. Hey, Annie. But, uh, Annie. So she was doing an internship over the summer, and I was visiting home from college, and she's like, oh, there's this thing called the Spring Fling that, like, my boss got us into, and, like, it's kind of just, like, an open bar, like, closed-off street, like, festival type of moment. Sounds fun. You know what I mean? So we go there with the only intention of just, like, blacking out. And uh, <laughs> so we go, and they have, the only thing they're serving is free right wine, and there's all these booths, and they're, like, set up opposite on opposite ends of the street. So we would go and fill up our Chardonnay on one end, chug it, go to the other end, and fill up our free Chardonnay on the other end. So without a doubt, like, we got blacked out within, like, probably, like, an hour. Yeah. No idea how I got home. Great. No idea yeah, about great. anything. Oh, and I'll preface this with there was a high school police officer that used to, you know, work in the school, I guess, kind of as security <laughs> or something like that. His name was Officer Coughlin. Don't know oh. where he's at now. Maybe still working Shout at the high school. Officer Who knows? Coughlin. So all of a sudden, the spring fling was lit and blackout. Don't know how anything happened. All of a sudden, I'm awake in my bed and my mom's screaming at me. She was like, Officer Coughlin drove you home last night. <laughs> So my high school Correct. cop found us. Yeah, shout out to the high school cop. Found us at the train That's station. It's a good cop. Stumbling. That one's a good cop. You have to take the train back from the city back to the suburbs where I'm from in Chicago. So we somehow managed to get on that train, stumbled off, and Officer Coughlin was waiting for us as we got wow. off the train and gave me a ride home. It didn't arrest us. Yeah, Officer yeah. Coughlin sounds like a fucking G. But yeah, I will like, say I remember he like dropped Officer me Coughlin. off at my house. Don't re don't remember that happening, but uh, apparently he said to my stepfather, you know, he's definitely drunk, but I think he might be on something else too. <laughs> <laughs> so he was kind of like giving me shit, and I don't know, trying to get me in trouble. But what? it's probably because he had the eyes. That was definitely what a memorable story. I said it's probably because he had the eyes. The, the eyes. The eyes. The eyes. The Brett, drunk Brett. The Brett drunk like, eyes the are like. Glazed he's donuts. not there anymore. He's left it's his body. No, he he transcends. It's not. It's yeah. no longer Brett. Yeah, it's he's he's him. watching from what's above. Your, what's your <laughs> drunk alter ego's name? Drunk Brett. Drunk Brett <laughs> or, or bobblehead Brett. You gotta have like a better name. You, bobblehead he Brett. He needs an identity. I get a lot. We'll call him uh, Marcus. Did we <laughs> did we make up drunk names for like our alter ego drunk? We should. Ever? I feel like we have. I feel like we have. I feel like we have. used to be Bianca. Oh, I think mine was Vanessa. I, I think actually mine is more like. Tiffany. I'm gonna go with Bridget. Tiffany. Like a dumb <laughs> blonde. Bridget. Yeah, or just like, just no. like trailer trash or something. Right. I don't know. I don't really don't know. Okay, so that's mine. I mean, <laughs> there's plenty of other ones, but like, we can't make a whole podcast of my drunk stories. So actually, probably mean, we could. We could make <laughs> a whole podcast of these drunk stories, but we won't. We're thinking about starting also, just so you guys know, like a side thing. You have to let us know if this is something you'd be into. Where it's gonna be off our phones. We're gonna call them like the Vino vlogs, just sitting in our house. Basically talking about all the stuff we always talk about, yeah. and we 100% can dedicate one of those episodes yes. to, to like, all drunk of Brad's stories. drunk stories, because yeah. they're definitely entertaining. Well, like, we drink on the podcast, but when we're, like, you know, alone in our quarters, we drink. <laughs> we drink. Laura And especially. we have nice chats. We do. So I think <laughs> you would want to be part of that. We also have some it deep, does. That's deep a, chats. That's what I'm saying. Like, we'll but sit on the porch. Sarah and like, as well. She, you know, like we, we've had some real deep. We get there. Of, we're not lots total of conversations idiots, about being in a simulation, the universe, aliens. Our like, favorite thing is we like to say, you want to know it's weird? You know what? You want to know it's weird? And then we proceed with like outlandish things. Yeah. Like, 
like the or, fact that we're stuck in like skin casings. We're just like human yeah. sausages with like blood and sausage like casing. Yeah. <laughs> human sausage. Just like blood and It's just like a bunch of flesh into like a flesh casing. Yeah, blood and organs and bone. It's just very weird if you think about it. Yeah, walking walking organs. Yeah, it's like we like to break down things that are very human and normal experiences that everyone like knows. We all have skin. We're all a bunch of flesh encased in skin, but we like to break it down on a different level. It's kind of like Seinfeld, but like the dark side of Seinfeld. Like <laughs> Seinfeld much. likes to break down like the funny shit in life that happens to everyone. But we like to break down like the dark shit that nobody yeah. thinks about. Yeah, into it, into it. Yeah, into yeah. it. I, I, I swear we're not tweaking on meth when we're talking about. Besides, besides, like the everyday question where me and Sarah literally are just like, "What is life? Where are we? What is this?" And then Sarah will like proceed to go onto my balcony and be like, "Like, what are trees?" She's like, what are these little, like, Q-tip trees? Q-tip trees, little broccoli stems. Like, like, honestly, just, like, like, fucking look outside. It's so, like, where are we? And, like, human made all this. Earth, man. All that. Earth. Earth. We'll we'll get back to this conversation. We'll get back to it. But I I really want to know what you're drunk. But I think I'm right Cassie has a good one. She's got some good ones. Let's just talk about Cassie's like, never the one who like trips and falls and like eats shit. Like she's like that's never Cassie. No. Cassie could walk like ten sloppy. miles drunkenly in her Louboutins and be totally fine. Oh, yes. uh-huh. But like you know, everybody's got their thing when they're a little a little shwasty pants and yeah. you know. Okay. Knows what I'm gonna I'm gonna you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys know this story. I'm gonna say it. I. I, I'm really embarrassed to tell this story because it makes me sound just straight fucking dumb. Like, it really just <laughs> makes me sound well, so then I can't wait. stupid. But then I can't wait. Can you blame it on huh? that? <laughs> yes. Oh, All right. God. Shit. Here we go. So, um, okay. My mom's in town. Shout out, Mama Skirbs. Mm-hmm. Love her. Mama's, Mama Skirbs are the best. Yes. But anyway, so she's in town, and, and I bring her as my plus one to, uh, I, think, I believe it was like an Oscar pre-party. It was at the Four Seasons. Glamorous. You know, it's one of those where you get all dressed up, and you're having wine, and you're just trying to put on your best, like, you know, classy faces, and just enjoy the evening. And me and my mom are looking around at the guests, and we see this man. And I'm like, oh my God, Mom, you know who that is? And she's like, you know what, I I think I do know who that is. And I'm like, oh my God, I think it's Andy Warhol. (laughs) (laughs) When was this? Yeah, what year are we talking about? Just so we're clarifying. This was about four years ago. Four years ago. 2014, 2015. And she's like, oh my God, it's Andy Warhol. I'm like, Oh my God, Andy Warhol. That's crazy. Andy Warhol. Andy, your mom said this too. She, yeah. she was like, we were, we were both like, board. that's who it is. Oh my like, God. Okay. Stop. <laughs> How wasted were you? You we guys were are from New York. That. I know, New York. I know, I know. It was one of those like, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like when you look at a word so many times and like it doesn't look like a word anymore. It was yes. one of those like total yes. weird brain fart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, Moment. you knew you recognized the I face. Actually, that, and, like, that, that was just the name that came out, and then she was really, like, on, to, like, with it. Like, yeah, like, it's gotta it's, be Andy Warhol. Warhol. This, this is, this is totally Andy Warhol. This is groupthink. This is a thing. This is called groupthink. When yes. everybody gets oh. on board and it becomes, like, this dangerous thing where everybody is, like, agreeing to something that's not really true or accurate or right. Oh, this you're was, right. I had a groupthink like drunken moment. A two-person wow. groupthink. A two-person... Me and my mama. A couple think. A little bit of, like, a placebo So, wait, this is the best part. So... I get in the car that, you know, the car comes, I get in, I'm like, mom, I didn't want to do it in there just in case anyone saw, but like, let's, let's, let's see if he was here tonight. So I'm like on Getty images and I'm like, cause nowadays they upload the pictures really fast. Right. So uh-huh. I'm searching, I'm searching and I'm like, there he is, there he is. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I look down and it's Ken Pave's 
fervent. Which is Jessica oh, Simpson's hairstylist. That's at least how I knew him. You know, like right. amazing Jessica hairstylist. Simpson's hairstylist. Right. Many people's hairstylist. Not Andy Warhol. It was not Andy Warhol. Not and Andy I'm like, Warhol. wait a second. And I'm like, oh wait, wait. I think Andy Warhol may have died a really long time ago. And suddenly, yeah. like, it hits me, and I'm like, oh my god. And I Google it, and it was like. He passed away in 1987, which is wow. <laughs> years born. before I was alive. And okay, hold on. Because of this, I actually like no. I'm gonna find a picture side by side. They don't. We have it. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 put it in there. See, so I will give it to her. There are similarities for sure. For sure, they look alike. Similarities. Do they just wear glasses. Like, I don't know like no, how this happened. They just the hair. Look, you know, they, they just look both like a little. Disheveled. Sarah was trying to help me, and just like no, he doesn't even wear glasses. <laughs> trying. Um, yeah, that reminds oh, yeah, that reminds me of the classic like J Law story where she like approached someone and was like, this "You're Elizabeth." You okay yeah, it. It, exactly. She was Thanks, like, Jen. went up to this like person Thanks, and Jen. was like, "Oh my God, Elizabeth Taylor, I love your work." Basically, and they were like, "I'm not Elizabeth Taylor. She's dead. She's been dead a long time." I wonder who and, like, she went up to. This was at like an actual like Oscar party, and oh, she just God. like she just put I a foot saw, around. You know yeah. what? I'm not even kidding you. I saw Jennifer Lawrence that night at this party. Oh, you lucky bitch. Imagine if it was the same night. Probably. <laughs> yeah, like could have been. Could have been. Cup, group think. That kind of juju <laughs> in the air. You never J-Law know. J-Law was in her group. Wow. <laughs> group think. Love, love, That's love amazing. me some J-Law. So. Okay, is it? I'm in good um, company. Who's up next? Okay, Laura, I will Dorito? go next. Mm-hmm. I have... Quite a few, like, you know, drunken, I'm excited like, to hear embarrassing moments. But this one, I think, just takes the cake because, like, it just, oh, it really got me. It got me the next day. I thought about it for, like, two weeks. <laughs> um, so we talked in a previous podcast about this random Chad Pitt that I was, like, a friend of mine that I was, like, in love mm-hmm. with or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, so we found out that our house was being sold and we were about to move. So this was like the end of an era. We had had parties at this house consistently for three years and everybody loved this property. Everybody loved Big Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we find out the house is being sold. We know we have to move. We're having one final hoorah. It's called the funeral party. Everybody came in black to mourn the loss of the Big Blue house. Yes, this sounds like college, I'm aware. Right, Frat <laughs> Anyway, party. everyone gets there. It's probably one of the biggest like parties that we had at Big Blue. It was a rager, everybody came, everybody was like ready to party. Mm-hmm. So I believe it was like anywhere from six to 8 a.m. because the sun was coming up and the party was full blast. Like it wasn't like down to the nitty gritty, like uh-huh. like friend group, it was like full blown party still. She knows the sun's coming up. Party. I remember yes. Big Red was moment. there. Like Vividly. everyone was there. There was like 100 <laughs> people still at my house at, from like six to 8 a.m. somewhere around that time. So, someone decides to bust out the cornhole, which, like, <laughs> fuck you, cornhole. That sounds like a drug reference. I know, I know. So, we, we're playing cornhole. No, the actual game. No, the actual game. Like, we throw bags into a hole. So, the guy that I had this major crush on, Chad Pitt, was like, hey, be my partner in cornhole. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> like, I'll be a partner in life. Laura. <laughs> wait, wait, just to clarify, do. this is going on at 6 a.m. Yes, this is like, yeah. yeah. So, we're drunk. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's having a nice, like, you know, morn big blue moment. And we're playing horn- cornhole. Cornhole. We're playing cornhole. We're playing cornhole <laughs> together. And uh, so, there was a portion of the backyard that, like, Half of the walkway was brick, and then the other half was cement, and I was on the side that there was brick. We also had a bunch of dogs on this property, so we put up like a mini dog gate that went about knee high, mm-hmm. uh, right there, so that the dogs couldn't like get out. Right near the cornhole. Right. 
we were also poor at the time, also that we were doing like major recycling so that we could go sell our recycling. Wait, so that you we could, did like, that? Yeah, I was, I was yeah. not a part of that. Yeah, we had we had major bills at this at this property, so we like would collect all of the recycling from all of the parties that we would have, which is like an astounding amount of recycling, yes. and uh, we would like you know. Pile it all up right there, and then take it and like get what, like fifty bucks. Wait, for sorry, can I just interject yeah. and say that I lived in this house at the time, and I never saw any of that recycling money. It, uh, <laughs> no, because it all went to our bills, Brett. It literally all went to Water and Power, and what? It was literally like fifty bucks. Like it wasn't even like an astounding amount of cash. Whatever. Do you want seventy-five cents? I'll Venmo you. Uh, so anyway, so we were playing cornhole, and uh, I tossed my cornhole. And I literally oh. like take a step back, like a little drunken stumble, and my heel catches like a brick that happens to no. be uneven. Yeah, shocker. Uneven, <laughs> and I trip, and I'm doing this like whoa, 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 like stumble backwards, <laughs> like a cartoon almost, and I hit the fucking doggy gate. My fucking legs go over my head. I fall into this giant pile of trash all while standing next to this guy that I'm like in love with who like really doesn't give a shit about me and like he loves so her just, he loves her oh he loves me as a friend yes, yeah we're, yes, we're very yes. good friends but he literally like watched me go into the trash and was like <laughs> and I was like you're not even gonna extend your hand and like help me up. I was like, why, why? He was fully laughing why at you. Why does this have to be Wait, me? The worst part is that this is like when the sun's up. Like, oh, yeah. Exactly, it's, it's daylight. daylight. It's daylight. You can't, you can't yeah. hide in the darkness. I have never heard an uproar of laughter from like an entire crowd of people <laughs> in my entire life, and I was just like, wow, well, I'm gonna go to bed now. I gotta <laughs> say, people no. still talk about. I hurt that my too. elbow. Yeah, I hurt my elbow when so Laura bad. Fell my elbow was trash. black. Honestly, I could barely bend my arm. I know. Do you remember when I? I have this thing, and everybody here knows it, that when I get a little tipsy, I must play the weekend's version of Or Not. Or not. It is very or dirty, not. I know, but I love it. And there's one time I've played it, and like, I'm dancing, and Laura, oh, she yeah, knows, yeah. She, I call, she calls that. herself like a human noodle, because when she dances, like. I don't, I'm not a good dancer. And I have the, You're in loose. front of the same Chad Pitt, I'm a noodle. I have I'm the funniest, <laughs> well, we won't even play it, but I have the funniest video. <laughs> Of you. Me and dancing you dancing to, to or not. Just you. Oh, <laughs> in the studio. I, I don't want to talk about that. I don't know how to say I it. Know. I'm I've a never bad seen dancer. That. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wait, I, wow. I, I gotta know which I have to know which story you're gonna choose. I spend a lot of time with Dorito, so I'm very intrigued as to what you're gonna pick. I wanted to pick one where you were involved because we have lots of those. And yes. I wanted to pick one that we talked about. I, I like to tell lies. When I'm drunk, it's not to people that I care about and love. It's not like that. I like to tell lies to strangers, but Fun I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell this one, but it's a good one. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell one that you weren't there for, and it's like kind of fucked up, and I feel a little <laughs> bit guilty about this. It's not like anything majorly dramatic, but <laughs> she's repenting. I'm repenting. This is my way of like getting it out yeah. and saying I'm sorry for it. Wait, was the other one where you told people we were th born three months apart? I, yes, I told. Okay, so I told. I ask. Yeah, <laughs> I told people where they were that we were twins, but born three months yes. apart, and they're like, "How?" And I was like, "Well, we're test tube babies," A medical and they're miracle. like, "They're like so cool." Like they, like, I've never they seen someone be able to the, literally like. Dude, I've never seen Genius. someone improv like you. But anyways, okay, sorry. Okay, so <laughs> Just had to I was on a date actually with a Chad Pitt that we've definitely talked about on this podcast before. You guys have, um, and Amazing. I guess I didn't really like care too much about him, and I knew it wasn't really going anywhere. I swear I'm not like a cheater. This is not. 
Not a thing. Uh, so we're on this date, and uh, there happens to be a fling of mine in the same restaurant who's sitting oh at a table directly behind my date. So I can see him, but my date can't see him. And the whole time, he's, like, staring at me and, like, eye-fucking me and, like, I'm, like, trying to, like, laugh at my date and make it seem like my date's funny, but I'm really, like, giggling at the guy behind him, like. <laughs> like, like, your date's not even making a joke, and he's, like, what my are you laughing My date at? thinks he's killing it. He's just, like, oh my God, like, you're obsessed with me. <laughs> and so. This is a scene in a movie. Meanwhile, exactly. the guy, the other Chad Pitt from behind the table, like, starts texting me, and I'm, like, getting the text, and I'm, like. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go to the bathroom, and this definitely has to do with alcohol. I would never have done this sober. I was definitely inebriated. Uh -huh. um, he asked me to send him a dirty picture. So I went to the oh bathroom my. on my date, and I got out my phone. A little ass shot, eh? Happy! Took a little ass shot and sent it to a him. A booty shot? Yeah, I did. And he got it immediately. So when I came back, he's just like watching me walk by like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I sit back down like, <laughs> like, back to it. Let's get back to our date. Anyway. Oh, wow. yeah. Anyway. Risque. Yeah. It's really living your life. Girl, whatever. You're really single. Bad. Yeah. Wait, so I'm how did it, wait, I'm curious, how did this, how did this evening end? So did you go home with your date or did you ditch the date <sighs> and honest, go with the other guy? this is how much I don't care about him. I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure I went home. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I went home, but I don't remember. Just went home together, all together with no one. I just didn't party. care. She came and slept at my house. Gotcha. Was this Raya involved? Um, I guess you could, I guess you could say it was. Did you meet one of the Chad Pitts on Raya? Yes, I met one on Raya and one just through Instagram. Go Raya. Go just well, like the internet. At this point, Raya, you should just be throwing money We, at we seriously, all I we know. ever do is talk about Raya. But, but we have Sarah here and so many people ask, like every, everybody is so intrigued by, by Sarah, by Dorito. She really is one of the most fascinating, intelligent, beautiful, like coolest people I've ever met. I could go on and on, but we want to know more. We, we want you to be able to tell everybody. What is your really life quickly, story really quickly, I want to hear uh, Big Red's drunken story. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Give us Before we this move on. going to be good as <laughs> well. Yes. I know you've got a good one. Like, I, I've it. known this, this bitch for like 10 years now, and uh, we've had many, many fun nights together. Hold on, me, Laura, and Big Red, Alexa, used to have and still have. Still have it. A group chat called the Rye or Die. Yeah, yeah Raya. We, we've talked about Raya. this on the podcast before. We have a, a group chat called the Rye or Die to talk about all of our like. Raya seriously Raya needs to start paying us for I how know, much we're I promoting. know, where's the money, Raya? And because of that, I won't say anything bad about it. But <laughs> I, will, I will say I was afraid you guys were going to ask me this question, mm -hmm. so I started looking on my phone while you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was when you said Raya, I was reminded of this time. I got on Raya. I matched with this super hot Chad Pitt, who ended up dating Laura later, coincidentally. <laughs> For like a Raya, small town, I went on a date with him too. Um, Wait, yeah, actually, this Chad Pitt's. Connected before I knew about you, and I dumped yes. him the second she told me that you guys like were serious about a thing. I did not know that we weren't serious. We we I saw mean, each like, other for about two months, and we went on like a series of dates, and yeah. like it was great. He ended up booking a show and leaving and going somewhere else, and then I just like got ghosted. Like never heard from him again. The point was, is, like, it's a very small town, and it Raya is, it is one. Is. And Raya is just one a way to pool. make it even smaller. But yep. anyway, it all started with Big Red That's matching face, with this Chad Pitt on Raya. In this town. All right, no, let's hear just, it. No, it's just the Raya sphere is just so. The Raya, the Raya sphere. sphere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. We came so. up with a new word. 
I get a Come message. Come over here, Big Red. Okay, I'm coming. Come pop a spot. I'm popping. Come here, Big Red. <laughs> okay, so. You and Riri, bad gal, bad gal. Am I gonna break the chair? Okay. No. So I get wasted with Laura one night and I wake up to this message on Raya from this guy that I was super excited about and it says, hi, is your meet hyphen we hyphen with a girl and never message thing? Wait, what? What? It I'm doesn't really make sure. sense. Of course. She, so I woke, up, yeah. I woke up and I was like, what does that mean? So I messaged <laughs> back and I said, hi, I don't know what this means, but I'm going to go ahead and say no. <laughs> then later I realized I was the one that sent the first <laughs> message. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Oh. Alexa, so you're kidding. I, I, you responded to yourself? I went she responded to herself. <laughs> she responded to her own drunk text. Wow, that is gold. That is next level. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, hi, hi is your meet dash we dash with dash a dash girl dash and dash never dash message thing? Is this your meet with a girl oh and never god. message her? Oh yeah. Is this a meet with a girl and never match with her or like is this never a message her thing? meet with a girl and never message thing. Yeah, I get it. But so wow. I didn't remember I sent that and then I, I just went ahead and, and then she was like, hi, I don't know what this means, but I'm going to go ahead and say her, like, no. I love how the idiot. I love how you were giving kind of like a dismissive, <laughs> like sassy remark to your own message. Yeah, like, you know, okay, message. okay, asshole. I don't know what that means, but like, I'm gonna go ahead and say no when it was yourself. It was yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna excuse myself. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, no, no. oh my god. That was amazing. That's a good one. Well, thank yourself. God you did in your cut and make sure Alexa got her story in because oh that's not the case. I'm not gonna lie. That's like Wait, the freaking case. Is this before you? Hitting this yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. This is, that's amazing. I know, and then yeah, I actually went our on our first date. I brought that story up, and he died. He was like, "That's oh the funniest shit Wait, I've ever." Can we also like, add that he never messaged her anything? Oh no, yeah. so, like, <laughs> there was no response. No, it was no. just Alexis. Dead two silence. Times. Dead silence. Alrighty. Well, anyways, okay. So back to Sarah Dorito. Dorito. Um. You have so many hidden and non-hidden talents because you do post some of them on your Instagram. I just feel like you're that girl that can, no joke, do everything. She can, she's an amazing artist. She graduated top of her class, like, you know, has her bachelor's in psychology. She, psychology. She psychology. can sing, she psychology. can play the piano. Like, she's great at improv. So tell us more about, you know, what, what intrigued you to take on, you know, psychology and, like, yeah. when you started doodling or, or playing the piano and just all the things that interest you and... Let our audience know a little more about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get to know Dorito. What's the life story? Um, yes. I think as far as the psychology thing, I've always had just a natural interest in understanding the way people think. Mm -hmm. And so I never really intended when I went to college, I was like, first of all, when I started off at college, I was like, didn't give a fuck about it. And I was just like typical party girl and was not, mm -hmm. I didn't care at all. And I was like barely showing up to my classes and I was basically just choosing classes to fit what I needed to get in order to graduate. And like right. you had to pick out science classes. Credits. And I was like, oh, psych psychology sounds fun. So I just kind of like was taking those classes to fill whatever I needed to graduate. And uh -huh. I just ended up 
getting super into it and just genuinely so fascinated by it that it didn't even take much for me to like show up to class. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And so when I transferred to TCU, I started taking school way more seriously. And I just, that's you the- You TCU? Yes, I'm a, I oh lived in Texas. Oh my God. No. Yeah, I lived in Austin for a, for a while. I went to St. Edwards in Austin, Texas, and then I transferred to TCU, which is where I took school super seriously and I like got all A's and I was just- <sighs> Genuinely so interested in it. But yeah, the psychology thing, it just comes from, honestly, since I was a child, just a natural interest in understanding the way everyone thinks. And I just think it's so fascinating it that is. everyone it is. is so different and everyone has a different um, background and also a different like set of genetics, really, and a different totally. brain that makes them think totally. the way they think. There's like environmental and um, genetic Influence really that makes like you nurture think versus nature. Right. Nurture, kind of, yeah, yeah. nature. Well, that's, it's funny. I was I just, just about to. I was just about to bring that up <laughs> because I, for a while, used to think that like what shapes a person is completely <clears throat> almost based on their parents and their the upbringing foundation. and everything that was kind of taught to them. But then I can. I've also realized that it is a combination of both because there are some people that not based on their parents, not based on anything, are just genetically wired a certain way yeah. for no explicable reason, you know? Yeah. Well, if you like, look at siblings. Yeah, You You exactly. grew up in the same household. Right, but totally some different. Some people take different, they take on different paths or they deal They deal with different, I don't, yeah. they're just different. Well, yeah. different personalities. Different, that Mental personality. health, anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that kind of mindset, just kind of like wanting to find one reason for the way something is the way it is, is super um, natural for the way humans think. Like we're right. very dichotomous yeah. in that way to want to be able to label something as either white or black, yes or no, this or yeah. that. Yeah. But the reality is, is that there's a huge scale of black and white and grays. Totally. Um, um, that make up every single thing that we know of, including humans and Absolutely. your entire surrounding and like everything so that we experience. Yeah. Do you think that taking all of these psychology courses and like understanding how people think helped you understand yourself better? Totally. Actually, major credit to my professors. I got so into school, it's like unbelievable. I was writing all these research papers and developed super close relationships with these professors and they really took their time to sit with me and I'd, I'd really, I think, struggled with a lot of issues and didn't really have that kind of support from uh, whatever it was, like my upbringing and my surroundings, my environment. I didn't really uh -huh. have that kind of support to figure out myself and my professors in school. They were kind of like the ones to make mm -hmm. me piece everything together and see things in a much more like logical and rational way mm -hmm. and being able to look at everything and explain it rather yeah. than just deal with these crazy emotions and yeah. feelings. Right. Like, yeah. So yes, totally. I mean, honestly, I really don't think I came into my own until I went to TCU gotcha. and was taking all these courses. Well, it's, well you I figured think out kind of what you wanted to learn about. Yeah, and, right. it's, and it's What funny. interests you the most. And I agree with this in some levels, but there are definitely tons of people now that say that college these days, it's unnecessary and blah, blah, blah. But, and I agree with that to some levels. Uh -huh. But for me personally, it was such a just like, Self-discovery. Yeah. I think it's a personal, in the arts, I can understand people saying that, but I disagree. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, there's so much to be learned. And yeah. what's so cool, me and Sarah were having this conversation not long ago, and I just think it's something for maybe anybody who's struggling, honestly, um, to think about. Like, we were having one of our very deep talks in my kitchen. I remember saying to her, it's so crazy how, like, society, we label things. So we've labeled ADD, ADHD, bipolar, this and that, they're labels. We all have some form of something. Like I know I have a slew of things. I've got a touch of OCD, a touch of ADD, this and that. And anxiety. like, it's so hard and for it's so cool for, yeah, lots of, lots of anxiety. Um, but Oof. 
It's so cool to think like if you go to if you if you haven't been somebody if you're not somebody who's gone and been able to take this course if you're feeling confused and you and you don't have that opportunity to take a course like this or you're not interested in it so you're not able to understand fully who you are it's so important to talk to somebody whether yeah. it's a friend a therapist whatever because the worst feeling in the world is feeling isolated and totally. we talked about this it's like people hate that feeling of like I've been labeled this and I need this medication so I'm now isolated and I'm this weirdo but the truth is Everybody has right. something. It and is true. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, or the, knows somebody it's who the does. degree of how much they have it. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot. But no, a question. And it's after okay. for so <laughs> then I wonder, Dorito, like having all that information and all that education now, like, would like so then would you say you would be interested in like helping people like have the same experience you had and like discovering that like, oh, you're not or you're feeling this way because of this or like, you know, yeah, explaining th- things like that to them? Yeah, I do, but I think that I would probably take a less conventional route to do that. I don't yeah. think that my calling is to be like a mental health professional. Like a psychologist. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, I, but I think that there are ways that I would like to um, be able to help people. I just don't, I don't really know how that is yet, but I think that I could p- potentially help people in a different way that is completely unconventional. Right. Well, my favorite yeah. thing about you, Sarah, is that you're honest about that. You're like, I, I I, loved doing this and people have conversations with you all the time and you do help them in that you love helping people and, and you do that with me all the time too, like as yeah. a best friend, like helping me sometimes understand why I'm thinking a certain way. You just threw the whole group think thing on us and none of us would have <laughs> yeah, done that. Right. But you always have these terms and it, you are so intelligent and obviously like you know you know you know your shit when it comes to psychology but I think it's cool that you're like I did this I excelled in it I would love to find a way to incorporate it into my life but just because I did that it doesn't mean that now I have to be yeah right, a psychologist right, I learned right. I love you know applying it to life scenarios with friends and yeah. people but like there's so many cool things you do that I feel like you're trying yeah. still just trying to figure out exactly yeah totally there's just, because there's so much you can I know do. I mean well thank yeah, you that's the cool thing about wait, like the dra- like the drawing that you just drew for Laura and, and oh for yeah you the other yeah time. she brought him over yesterday so Dorito does these like Amazing doodles, and I'm not. I'm not going to go out there and be like, they are, "Hey, they're considered doodles." I'm this like, big like art buff. I'm not. I love art museums. I love art. I, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to like go like compare. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to be like, "Oh, well, this is worth and this is not like, yeah. I, I, I go <laughs> and I, I like these things. I like what I like. Whatever. She loves history. <laughs> I do. I love history, and you can shove that bottle Dorito does these amazing like doodles of I just feel like sometimes they're kind of based on your mood correct me if I'm wrong but everything is based on my mood yeah everything's based on your mood and like like I went over there I went to your house the other night and I just saw this table full of just art and it was like weird faces and like how long does it take you to do we have to we have to have this intercut we have to post some of the really yeah no we'll post them because if you if you want like any of her amazing art, hit her up at Dorito Team. And you also have a highlight on your Instagram. She'll doodle you yeah, something. Have, they're yeah. like dispersed throughout my highlights on my Instagram. But the, the, that's the whole reason they're on my Instagram is I never intended to be like an artist. And it's right. actually funny because I have a family history of artists. Like my mm-hmm. mom is a painter, recently discovered. Oh, wow. My great uncle is like a major art collector. 
my sister is a painter, and my other sister is a photographer. So there's like a, a lot of art. What do you mean, artsy. Sarah? Our parents are major uh. art distributors, <laughs> and they go all around the world. And we've been and we've been traveling with them since we're children. She like randomly throws me in these drunk scenarios. This is referencing back to me debating telling a story, a drunk story about the lies that I tell. I did one time tell a lie that we are sister and our parents were like these major art collectors. These people are like, and then I'm like stuck having to go along with it I'm like and then we have accents and I'm like yes and don't we, we, we were from London but, but then we made to, to Milan right do not act so fucking innocent she was the first one to like throw in crazy details about like where we have I galleries and like I enjoyed it she <laughs> did I totally she ate it up she ate it up I totally um, did no but yeah no um I never intended to be like an artist or like sell my shit. And in fact, I don't think anything I've ever pursued has really been like a clear intention of mine. Right. Anyway, they've, it's all pretty much like just vomit on my Instagram. Yes. Um, and I would do these like doodles. I've always kept journals and I would just like kind of do these doodles throughout. And they're always like really weird and very quick. Brett, you're asking how long they take. It's yeah. just like scribbles. Right. And wow. I just kind of like started posting them on my Instagram because I thought some of them were funny and people were like, these are these are hilarious. And then people I people the, want them. The more I started posting cool. them, like people were like, like, how can I buy this? And I was yeah. like, they're not for sale. Now they're like on sweatshirts. Yeah. <laughs> now so, they're for sale. So people were like, how much? And I'm like, one time I was like talking to one of my friends, there and I'm like, how much could I sell this for? It's just like this shitty little doodle. He's like, sell it for five hundred. I'm like, no fucking way. Like, no way. Did you sell it? No, so I'm like, I'm gonna ask for a two hundred, and the guy was like, done. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, exactly. shit, I wish I asked for 500. <laughs> Let's yeah, go home and doodle. Like, Will you teach me how to doodle? It, yeah, if you asked me to doodle, I would, like, draw you a stick figure with, like, oh, a sunshine and a hill background. I would love to background. see what Laura's yeah. doodles like, Hold on. Be. The coolest doodle, though, she, I, don't for, I forget how you explain it. She can doodle, um, like, a, a picture Continuous design. Continuous line. Continuous line. So she doesn't pick up her hand the entire time, and it creates this, like... It's sick. awesome it's piece kind of, of art. Like, it's, it's like abstract. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, yeah, very abstracty. That's yeah. my favorite. I just I, so cool. And Picasso used to do that before he was like known for the crazy paintings that he did. He used to do just like ink on paper and would do continuous line. They were very simple and like very clean lines. I'd like I like to add more scribble, but whatever. Yeah, right. I just think that style is so cool. Well, that's cool. interesting yeah. too. How we were just saying about like nature versus nurture, and you said you so you have family that. Does art? Yeah. So yeah, maybe that is just like genetically it's wired in your, into yeah, you. It's like you maybe, just yeah, but, yeah. But then also, like, if you look at the style of shit that my sister, oh, my mom, it's so do, different. Yeah, totally. Like my mom does oh, like wow. fucking dog portraits, and it's like so innocent, <laughs> sweet. And I do like scribbles of like fucking like weird ass looking people, and just like very dark things sometimes, and like just like weird things. Interesting. Or just, what side of the brain exactly is the artistic side? I think it's the r r left brain. I think left I is. I think you're creative. one of those. Like, so basically, your family. Whatever it is big that's going on, it doesn't have to be the exact thing, but that's cool. Left is creative. Left is creative, right? Is serious. Maybe you know we're what? totally wrong in everyone's well, house. I, like <laughs> I feel like you're one of those really rare people Let me who are, is like charged on both sides. Yeah. And that um, is rare. That's a very, very rare person to be charged on both sides <laughs> to be. So yeah, like, thanks. You know. Um and but but also there's like a huge downfall of that and Cassie knows this better than anyone. Like I really do feel like maybe she, like you have a couple things in your life and you two and you two that you you know you're good at. Like you know right. that you fucking kill it in this one area. Uh -huh. And I think that in, my mom will be the first to tell you this too. I've always since I was a kid just been interested in so many different things and had just like so many things like that I'm interested in, it's hard to focus on one when right. there's when you're being pulled in so many different directions. I think, I think that, and my mom 
used to say this about herself, and I think I think there, that when you are that way, sometimes it de- it becomes debilitating because you don't know where to start. That you almost are just like. I'm, I, I can't like it, it's weird. It's it's you're a like shame. Shut down. It's crippling because you don't know even where to start sometimes. Well, you're but spreading yourself too thin. What I think it's thin. so cool is like yeah. things are just like falling in your lap, like really cool things, and like mm-hmm. that's one cool thing about social media totally. is that your art now has this like yeah. platform, and yeah. you know now you're on the wait. Like, let's podcast just and, yeah, because like the fact that she's an artist, Instagram. she's an artist, she's a psychology major, but above it all, she is a caption. God. Caption queen! Dorito, for some reason, just like can like sit there and think the most random shit and like she doesn't like that. And she doesn't like that. Like she doesn't think about it. It just comes out of her mouth. And Brett's gonna do us a dramatic reading of one of Doritos. So this was one that really there's a lot of them jump out at me, but this one really I just thought was so (laughs) genius because it was like so just on point for what was going on, like at this random moment in social media. So as you know, like influencers are always like talking about themselves, and for a while everyone was laughing about how every every influencer was like, I know everyone's been asking about my skincare right. routine. <laughs> it's like, no one, no one, it's absolutely just, no one. It just became I know this you huge, want to know about my skin routine. This huge joke meme, because but like, no. who the fuck gives a fuck about Heather who cares his skincare routine, or yeah. whatever. So Dorito took this little like, uh, trend that was going on and put her own spin on it that was genius and it was this first of all it's just like two gorgeous photos of her in her bathroom in a robe we'll with, do an insert with her because, toothbrush yeah. we'll sh- throw up the photo and she just goes a lot of people parentheses literally no people at all have been asking me about my teeth cleaning routine I actually have a manual toothbrush with antimicrobial collagen silver <laughs> ultra fine flossing bristles also, you probably guessed by the posh Vegas Palm Suite LED bathroom lighting and luxurious bathrobe that I'm rich, and you're probably wondering if I even need to be doing Instagram ads. The answer is no, I don't. But I care a lot about people getting the opportunity to look at me. Swipe right. <laughs> swipe right to see me brushing my teeth in action. Like if you have like if you love dental hygiene and comment if your teeth cleaning routine below. This is important. I love you. Bye. Hashtag ad. Hashtag sponsored by a toothbrush. Sponsored by a toothbrush. That's just like, it's like the perfect. Like, Wait, I want to You totally that. ripped apart like everything that like well, is just such a joke and yeah, like kind of embarrassing. Such an honest, witty, intelligent right. way. Wait, I want to do a dramatic reading of a Dorito teeth caption because I think it would be really funny. Uh, fine, yeah, Laura. Fine. Let me do it. Let me do it. You can I slow. interject really quick? Yes. yes. The right side of the brain is the creative side of oh, the brain. So we're okay. wrong. Yeah. We're wrong. Thank you for being our chewy <laughs> yeah, fact checker. Yeah, fact checker. I should have known that. You were totally <laughs> Not wrong. Not as brilliant as we thought. No, right. you know things that are more confusing. She's like the occipital lobe or whatever. Like occipital. The occipital. It's this one? frontal, parietal, temporal, See? and occipital. <laughs> All right, hold on. Occipital. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, Laura, are you going to give a dramatic yeah. read? Well, she was gonna show me the one to do. So I like went got... for a long time. I was like, they're all specifically all about kind of influencers and making fun of that whole world. And yes. I kind of went off here. This one's about like I don't even know. What I know. Is. I like the weird ones. I like the ones that make literally no sense. What about the acid Same. story? When I tripped acid. Oh, with the gnomes. Yeah. Oh, you tripped acid yes. with now gnomes. Now that I remember, like that exact shit. <laughs> like um, months down. These are some stories. Uh, let's see. 
I feel like there's there there's definitely acid been with some no, the AC doesn't work where we shoot, so that's why you always see us like this. And I we're like this thing like a pudding out of picnic. This one's also a good one. I don't know. And okay. So it's just a really sexy picture of a Dorito with her hoop earrings and a ponytail. And it's like. Give us a dramatic voice. Listen, I get a lot of anxiety when I see dust collecting on lamps because I start to think about how dirty and dusty and grubby things get when nobody is around to wipe away the filth, which reminds me of how everything in life requires maintenance and con and constant. Unwavering effort, which makes me want to vomit because I just want to marinate in a pool of perfection and a state of euphoria all the time, but life isn't like that, so I guess I'll just check things off the to-do list until I die and work towards being a decent human or whatever. Kay thinks bye. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I relate to that. That just really sums up. Really yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doritos. And everything just, that is your brand. Her, her brand, her brain, it all I feel is like, like this. I feel like, obviously, we don't have to say, like, now this is the part because Sarah knows she's here every week. But, like, yeah. I think this is a really cool lead into our two and a half truths this week because I feel like you're going to have just so many, so such great input. We, were, we really wanted to discuss the topic of too. monogamy and basically just, like, We'll go down the line. Everybody's yeah. thoughts on it because we are. I'll let you explain. No, I, you know what? I actually I, wanna, I love learning stuff like this from you. Totally, and I actually want to hear your thoughts first, if that makes sense, and I want to like comment on them. On okay, the, I I would like to go first then because I have a we'll I have a lot of opinions yeah, yeah, on yeah. this. really quickly before we get into this very touchy subject, okay. should Big Red pour us a little mini shot? Oh, yes. yeah, why not? Yes. I, so. I had a quitter. Big Red, bring in those itty bitty shots. And also, we should like circle back and ask her opinion on the matter, too. I'd like to know what everybody in this room thinks. Yeah. Will, you know, you know I got something to say. You know what? We're going to get Will's thoughts Will's like, I'm too. married. You know what I think. Yeah. He's like, I'm married, girl. You know. We love okay. you, Will. What'd you say? I'm not getting in trouble on this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this won't be the one we, you weigh in on. We'll let you weigh in on a different, a different two and a half truth. We eloped in Greece. Oh, Oh wow. my god. Wow. Are That's you Greek? That's so interesting. You of are? Of course you are. Yes. Hey, my 23 and me states that I have some Greek in me. Do you have some Greek in me? Got some yeah. Greek. Yeah, we got married you know in Greece. You know what? I could. That's amazing. Yeah. Guys, my 23 and me states, I'm, I have 5% Asian. I got Spanish, Portuguese, Chasers. Wow. Yeah. Sub-Saharan African, North African. Sub-Saharan and North. Wow. And basically yeah. like I'm African Irish. as well. I found out I'm African as well, which I'm actually very excited about. Yeah, my mom, my mom found out she was like 3% African American. And, like and she Italian. was literally like, wow, I'm African American. I'm like, you're 3%. Every drop counts. African American, Jerry. 3% a good amount, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, it makes no sense. If you know my mom, seen my mom. Oh. The most know southern. My mom at all, yeah. The whitest girl. Mom, like, yeah. whitest. Does she have blonde hair as well? No, she's got brown hair, brown eyes. Oh, God. Um, it was this, this like, is just gonna make me sweat more. Yeah, it was this long going thing in our family that we had Native American in us, and we had been told these stories our entire lives. Well, my mom does a 23andMe. We have absolutely no Native American in She's us. She's like, at hey, all. Yeah, yeah, when our whole oh, lives telling people. Yeah. The same thing happened to my family, too. My dad, I guess we like trace back to, we have like a name, too, that's like, it's like, I don't even know what it is, but we're from a tribe. He thought we were from the tribe, like, Blackfoot. 
And so he told all these stories that were Native American, and turns out, like, we're not all... But that's the, the whole thing with the 23andMe and, like, Ancestry.com is... It, it's so interesting because everyone carries these stories, and they tell these stories, and right. that becomes your reality. Yeah. But, like, it's just not... Hold on, should we get, like, a shot yeah. of us? We don't know. Exactly. Sure. That's we the don't human know. brain right Wait, there. Exactly. Let's get, like, a shot of us taking the Wait, shot. Big Red, you want to join us for a shot? Get Can a shot I, of us I have a mixed drink. Is that a shot? Okay, yeah, woo! Aren't we on? Yeah, okay, so <laughs> to start off this serious convo about and monogamy, monogamy. And why don't we monogamy. all just enjoy that? Yeah, let me drink that. All right, so we'll go this way and then come around to you. Come, okay. yeah, come to me at the end. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Here we go. Wolf. Oh, God. Uh, Wolf. God. Tequila again, I swear Cassie wants to kill me. Okay. Wait, tequila gives you no hangover. Also, you guys want to know what this tastes exactly like really quick? Sunny Delight, doesn't it? It does. Sunny D? Sunny D, all right. Because it has the mango in it. Yeah, okay. Like I said, guys, ADD. Sunny D, yeah. Every time he brought his, put his pants down, the sun came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, monogamy. Yeah. Okay. You're on, not. On the subject of monogamy is a very interesting topic, especially in the gay community. And like, yes. as a gay man, I like, I'm not even gonna like try and like make it sound like cooler, or not cooler, cleaner and like, you know, better than it is. Like everyone's just fucking everyone. Like there's <laughs> just, there's a whole pill invented I mean, to uh, prevent HIV, HIV, you know, transmission and everything in order so people could have more unprotected sex. So like. But wait, don't you feel like that's either a more uh, like Los Angeles based problem no, or do you think no. that's a thing that no, happens it's, everywhere? It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a gay is. community thing anyway. Right. It could I maybe be more like because community, like the gay community as a whole. there are more homosexuals like You're, It's very big, open here and it's very acceptable. Yeah. It's acceptable but no, everywhere. Like, in, but terms it's, of, in terms of gay behavior, uh, that's happening everywhere, not just Los Angeles. Yeah. And so my point in that is being that like, since like gay men are such sexual people, monogamy just kind of falls to the wayside. And like, people are- Wait, do you think gay men are sexual people or it's just men and you have two men? Men, men, definitely. Hmm. So uh, that, um, you know, chemical, emotion, behavior, or whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it, is definitely yeah, a male attribute. So gay or straight, that's what's happening. And with gay men, you <coughs> don't have the hurdle of convincing women or getting women to come around because women are less sexual creatures. Well, we're just a bit, I think, more emotional. I would say less. Less. Yeah. Not less yeah. sexual, but Not less sexual. maybe more rational at times. Well, less willing just, that, I think, in that arena. I think we just know like, well, we'll what, take it down the way. So, wait, yeah. right. we'll, so we'll what I'm saying is that we're all commenting on his, right? You know? So, um, basically, my whole point is just that like monogamy is not popular in the gay community, but I myself think that's kind of bullshit and it's kind of a cop out, you know. Like, I know so many gay couples that have been married for or together for decades, and that's great, but at the end of the day, they're like, oh, we have an open relationship. And like, oh yeah, no, like we uh, do this all the time, or like, oh, it's fine if that happens, or like, no, like I have like my boyfriend, and then I have my husband. And it's like, to me, it's like, okay, but then like, are you basically just having a glorified friendship with your husband, and then you're both just, you know, like sleeping around, fucking random people, and doing that on the side? And like, it just gets a little too complicated, and it kind of, 
destroys all of like the values and the principles that like love and marriage is based on and monogamy is based on. You right. know, yeah. so like, and that's not every gay man. Yeah, like, that's just, it's like, not every gay man, you know, and that's the what vast I'm saying is that, of your is that I, I would also think there's it. different kinds of open relationships. And that's like, true. like I think really mm-hmm. quickly because we're talking about open relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally, I've never been in one, and that's not that's not my cup of tea. But here's the thing, and that works for some people. But you have to have so, like you really have to set rules and boundaries and regulations, in my opinion, because people a oh, lot definitely. of times, and I know this through people who have tried this, uh-huh. get hurt because yeah. lines are blurred, and you have to really make sure you know. First of all, obviously, you've got to have like the love. Yeah. But then you have to know like what exactly does this encompass for us? And what right. does it mean? And and if we're gonna be in a relationship, what's the safety and why what's the safety, what's the comfort, what's the love, what makes this still a relationship if we have these other people? Yes. And yeah. see, I know and that I agree is really important to have those like boundary and rules because at least then you're sticking more to like oh, we're in a relationship. And a relationship is work, you know? Yeah. And people say that all the time, a marriage is work, relationship is work. So, like, if you're going to be together with someone, it's not just a fucking free-for-all, you know? And I feel like not practicing monogamy is and, like, leaning towards open relationships, that's why I'm saying it's kind of, like, bullshit, is because it's like, oh, now I have my boyfriend, but I can also just fuck anyone, you right. know? So it's like... The lines get blurred. Right. And so... But when you're monogamous, like, it's hard, but that's the whole point of it, is, like, you're working towards being with only one person and you have to sacrifice or whatever. So I think, wait, I mean, because that leads literally exactly into what I was just about to say, and I had this conversation, Sarah, you were there with another friend of ours not long ago, and that's why I was, like, so excited about this topic, and I'm, it's probably showing, but it's because it is something that is brought up so much, I mean, we're human beings. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, of course, from like it doesn't. No matter how committed you are, it's natural to think like even if it's just like, wow, that person's really good looking, or even if a woman thinks it about a woman, or it doesn't have to even necessarily be this crazy thing. But like, we are sexual beings, and I had the whole argument. Actually, I was like, you know, and maybe this is once again a nurture versus nature thing. I do come from a family where my parents are in a wonderful marriage. I'm very blessed and I recognize how grateful I am for that and Mm -hmm. especially nowadays that's not very common Um, my parents have been together they're about to celebrate their 60th anniversary I mean their 40th anniversary my mom's 60th birthday yeah wait they've been married since they were 20 yeah Yeah. my mom was 17 when they started dating oh my god it's it's actually pretty cute it is real cute and they still have so much fun that is what I'm talking about but that also makes me actually it's 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 a blessing and like I don't want to say a curse it's not a curse it's a blessing but it also makes it so hard for me to date because I look at my dad and I'm like my whole life I've had this man to look, and I know we've talked about this too, and like, I ha- I've had this wonderful man that's just set such an example, like the right. epitome of a good husband and father that I'm like, nope, and nope, and nope, because that's, right. it's so hard to, it's it's hard to compare. He's a hard person to compare, the, compare anyone to. Right. But here, so here's my theory, like, I think that no matter what anyone chooses, that's your choice, and as long as you're honest with your partner and you guys, and you, and you do set some type of rule, some t- some kind of rules or regulations, like, and those lines aren't blurred and no yeah. one's getting hurt, I can understand that. I can try to understand that, to be honest. Like, it's, it, it is a really, it would be a very hard thing for me to comprehend because I am so not that way. Yeah, so you would consider yourself a monogamous. Oh, I am 100% a monogamous. Right. And, and, like, I so think here's I am my too. theory on it, though. And I know you are. Yeah. And here's my theory on it. Um, 
the fact that it is so hard is what makes love to me so beautiful because otherwise like I, I like to feel special in a relationship and I think many people do and that's the point of being like okay this is my person and we're gonna do life together so if I feel like if it was just easy maybe the there would be less of a thrill like I think it's so cool that it's like hey against all odds as hard as this is yeah. like I know you choose me no and I that's totally agree cool. like yes. you know so that's yeah. always what yeah. I'm yearning for it's uh -huh. hard in this town I'm not gonna lie like definitely you live in LA. it's, it's yeah. hard I know you have parents that it's are still together and too now it's just all right, so I actually have a really interesting question for Dorito that I feel like I've heard this a lot before in terms of like psychology stuff. Isn't it that girls always end up with a guy that very much resembles their father, you know? Like looks wise or? No, no, in no, terms no, of personality wise. Because some people yeah. will even say looks. I'm not kidding. I would be careful using the term always because this is something that. Yeah. Um, even going back to like psychology or whatever, if you're doing like some kind of study, of course there's there are always going to be anomalies and like things that fall outside of um, certain ideas or theories or whatever. But I I think that there there's something about your childhood, yeah, and it's that whole environment thing and like mm -hmm. the nurturing thing. And it's like yeah. if you you grow up when you're a child; those are your mo most formative years, and those are the most impactful years when you're absorbing information and you're like learning how to be a human and how right. to be. Uh -huh. So I think that it's just that mm -hmm. that's your example of a, of a male figure for the most part. For right. most females, that's their number one and first example of a male. And so maybe it's totally. not that they're attracted to that, but they're seeking uh -huh. comfort in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <clears throat> that I makes just sense. feel, yeah, I feel very strongly about monogamy just because mm -hmm. like, me personally, me like as who I am as a human, when I think of like something that fulfills me the most in my relationship, it's loyalty. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think I, I, that trickles, like that with your friends. Friends. That trickles into every single one of my relationships that I have. I'm like, if you don't, if you aren't a loyal person, if you're not, if you don't have my back behind closed doors, then I don't know if I can trust you. So if I feel like fully that you're someone who has my back 100% of the time, all the time, like you're my person, like I will love you so hard until the day that you die and I will be there for you and be just as loyal for you. So it's just, it's so like that whole loyalty thing comes along with monogamy. Right. Like it does, it does. If you're monogamous, you're loyal to each other even in the hard right. times, even when things are really, really rough or terrible. Like the fact that you're loyal and you stand up and you fight for this relationship that you have, I think there's something deeply romantic about it. Yeah. And I yeah. just, I love that. And that's I, okay. I that's okay. No, yeah, it is. And it's, it is. and I'm sure, and I, I know would that never, you know that you're okay with your friends that have open relationships. Yes. You're my friends who you. have, my, yes, a lot of my friends who have open relationships yeah. and they're like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, cool, cool dude. If totally. that works for you, great. But guess what? Every single friend that I have known that has been in an open relationship, it hasn't worked. It has ended up in someone getting really hurt yeah. or someone like their their insecurities are shot. Like there's a lot of things that can happen that can come from an open relationship. So unless you're 110% an open person, do not enter one yeah. because it's gonna end up in a, mess. in a mess. You're gonna get hurt, you're gonna get hurt. I've seen relationships end across the board yeah. because of open relationships. And like, that's not to say that everyone's that way. Like there are some, some people that I also know, I also know a lot of people in open relationships that they're both open people and they're both totally okay with it. Mm -hmm. They're both totally like, 
I'm out of town, you have a guy over, that's totally fine. Or if you leave, like I have a girl over, it's totally fine, like no big deal. And that and they're okay with it. Dude. They're just they're partners God. in my life. I, I praise you. Hard. No, like I can I like actually praise that kind of person. It's, like I in think a it's because I'm like that's it's like giving me so anxiety. Cool. It's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's an open it's an open sexuality <laughs> yeah. that right. I don't think that I have. No. You know? And everyone's different. And everyone's different. And there are some people Not that tough. are so open sexually that are so okay with it that's that I really I think there's no right or wrong answer. No, there's not. So there's personal. there's no right or wrong answer. I was just speaking, you know, like which makes sense. Personally, right. like the way that I like deal with my relationships, right. the, the way, way that wired. I can really feel cl- like the closest to someone yeah. is if I feel like you will not betray me. And or the you good, will the cool not, thing is, is you excel in that. Like yeah. friendship wise, anybody that knows Laura, like I remember back when, before Laura and I became wives. <laughs> We're wives. I know, whatever. It's whatever. So yeah, a lot of best friends have the name wifey. She's my wifey. Um, but like I remember back in the day, like Laura was always the one, always, to like throw everybody's surprise party. And like to just make sure everybody always felt like like she was giving them their 100 percent Even the other day, like, you know, she came over the house, I had my grand hotel viewing and like she like yeah. showed up with her little like flowers and like she came early and she was washing my dishes and like Sarah also <laughs> came to help out and like you are really like that really shows like it's not something nurturing. that you're saying yeah. that you don't that you don't do either. It's nurturing. It's you, part of that nurture text. No, I'm saying like you are nurturing, nurturing and loyal yeah. and loving. Well, she's mon- she's mon- am, she's monogamous with love, but also she makes lo- a killer just, chili. As, just as loyal to her friends. <laughs> she makes a I am. I just I feel like loyalty. I just feel like there's is a the bottom is there's the bottom yeah. the bottom line like if you're loyal to each other then you're also trustworthy with each other right. and you're also yeah. kind to each other. like like this lo- like loyalty really is like the bottom line of what really fucking it feels safe. matters it feels in these yeah. things. and like safe. feels home if you're uh-huh. someone okay. that I I think that like you go out with your guy friends and they're telling you that I'm a bitch cuz whatever and you agree with them or you like don't stick up for me or whatever like it's just like like no like exactly right. well, have each other's back here yeah, yeah. and I, I think agree. like you know whoever I end up marrying in the long term like I will be so loyal to you and you mm-hmm. will be so loyal to me we're each other's best friends we're good. We're good. I will trust you fully I, if I, you're loyal. I kind of feel like you're like proposing to Cassie right now. You're like, <laughs> you're like, we're already married now. Like, if Rune, you are Rune, loyal to me. Rune, if you're loyal to me, I'm loyal to you. Well, okay. and like, honestly, no. You know, obviously, literally every single person in this room yeah. is a loyal friend. 100%. And that's why I'm so happy and excited to like do two and a half girls with you guys. Because yeah. I know that you guys are two of the most loyal friends that I have. Big Red, same like Dorito, same. Like the all of these people, if if they love you and you love them and you show them friendship, they're gonna give you exactly what you give them. Well, yeah. you know and what? Funny, and I I feel like even like Alexa being a loyal friend, I feel like she might have a little bit of a devil's advocate opinion on this mm-hmm. whole monogamy thing, which I would like to hear. And then we're gonna come to the to therapist Sarah and have her, yeah. have, and have her Laura tell us. <laughs> And we're all of our thoughts on monogamy. Yes, yes, I've just been dying <laughs> to interject because it's like, 
I don't feel like being a loyal friend and being monogamous are synonymous. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do, I, they I do agree always. with that. I no. do. They yeah. aren't always. That's Friendships that's a me thing. No. I just think that you yeah. were going, no, you that's just a having thing. a moment. That's a, that's a me yeah. thing. That's not an everyone thing. They're, they're not always linear. Of course. Yeah. And you guys know I'm loyal as fuck. And right. even when I'm in a relationship, even if it is an open relationship, I'm still so loyal to that person. Like, I, I don't leave anything out. Like, I lay all my cards on the table. But I just wanted to bring up um, one thing. I follow this girl on Instagram. Her name is I literal, at I literally cat. I can't? I, ca- I literally cat. <laughs> cat. Oh, I literally cat. And she posts about toxic monogamy a lot. And I just wanted to read just a couple of yeah, things that Interesting. She's toxic monogamy. And, um, okay, so she posted something and said, what I object to in regards to toxic monog- monogamy culture is the Disney narrative. The idea that 7.5 billion people on the planet, you have one person, a soulmate who completes you and fulfills all of your mental, sexual, and emotional needs at all times. I am choosing to be monogamous with my partner because this is a relationship structure that works best for us both and makes us happiest at this point in time. Sounds a lot different than, I have found my one person who completes me. We fulfill all of each other's needs and we will never have any kind of romantic or sexual feelings for anyone else ever again until we die. Yeah, when you put it like that. Whoever's that that person is not in tune with life. Like well, that's well, no, I mean, I do understand that. Think about. No, I understand it, but also like. There's pressure, there is pressure to think that way yeah, from some there is. Yeah, it is. That's a great way to put it, too, the Disney narrative. Because I think it's impossible for a person to marry a person and to never be attracted to another person. It's a, that would be that's impossible. A, but, but that's not the point. That's what makes sacrifice. it. That's what makes monogamy yeah. romantic is yeah, that, like, it's a sacrifice. yeah, it's I, a find, I find Gigi Hadid incredibly sexy, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to shoot my shot because I'm with you and I love you and, and right. I, yeah. what matters to me is our relationship like yeah. that's when you choose a person over your own wants and your own needs and that's like you know what I mean or like just the fact that like let's say there's a lot of people that are married in this in this town whatever mm-hmm. Hollywood's probably not a great example because everybody gets divorced but you know like being together and whatever and like like having this solid relationship, I just feel like it gives you a sense of stability and like a sense of confidence yeah. that you might not That's have. That's actually you know, really interesting you said that because remember I was saying the other day, Sarah, I was like, it's so interesting because so, there are so many people that'll fight the argument of like, don't worry about a man, focus on you right now, focus on your career. And I straight up said to you, I'm like, I agree with that sometimes, but there are times where like, Having that person that's in my corner in in a romantic sense that's chosen me that comes home every night to me and is like, hey baby, like how what can I do to, like, to help you, do for you? succeed yeah. or even just like fulfilling a romant my romantic life really propels me in my work life. So I also understand that. But like, and I, I also see what you're saying. But I think no, the human I, I brain do. can also. I I will argue that I think there are certain people that do feel these indescribable feeling sometimes that can feel like everything you even said on the second one but like that person also has to realize that at some point that's like at, when you're at your peak of your relationship yeah. nobody's there 24 7 right, and sure right, there might be yeah. someone else in the world you'll feel that with but who cares if there is or isn't you're feeling something amazing in that moment honor it fucking love it and like 
great. If you have that, it's so hard to find. Go like embrace it and like hell yes, because that is so hard to find. By the yeah. way, um, by right? the way, statements like those, like the the, the statement that you said where it's like we're never going to be attracted to another person, no. and, and playing out so far and defining the future in such like concrete terms, yeah. that's very fear based. Mm -hmm. yes. And you can see Somebody that you can see that also in like people's obsession with um, the afterlife and like mm -hmm. marriage, and that's a way to like deflect. Well, yeah. it's a it's a fear based thing, and if you think yeah. about it, it, the idea of dying is very scary. Uh -huh. So, it, it, to talk about it in terms of like the afterlife and the only the afterlife, and talking about how you know that there's like an existence in the afterlife, like uh -huh. it kind of helps with that fear. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. like we do that in relationships too, and like in marriage, and saying things like that, like this, that we'll never be attracted to another person, and knowing so confidently about what your future is going to look like is oftentimes rooted in fear. Yeah. But like, if you just really hone in and feel, tell, talk about what you're feeling in the moment in, in right. these relationships, like that's more real Honesty. than, than yeah. focusing on the future and what things will be like and like Absolutely. how things will go, if that makes any I, sense. I totally it's, agree with both of you. Like, it's hard. I think we need to focus on the present and what we're feeling for that person in the present and just stop worrying so much about, right. oh, Cause, this Because that's anxiety. What do they say? If you're if you're living in the past, that's depression. If you're living in the future, that's anxiety. When you're living, yes. in, don't. And me and Sarah wanted you have it on your phone. At one point in time, we were probably drinking. We're like, we need to get it right we're now. We need, all that matters is now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like the tattoo. I have it on my phone. Want to get it tattooed? But it's such a cool way to think. All we have is now because truly we do. Think we about can't it. touch the past. Every single. You don't know about the future. It's not guaranteed. For, and for this now. is for every single person living. Isn't it Anybody. weird? It's Every it's single person that is living in this moment right now is in this moment. And we're back in my kitchen. This now You're moment. listening to this podcast right now. Like, that was in the past. Nothing right? existed. Especially nothing existed before you and nothing so is existing after you. It's the Super only thing cool. that is existing is literally right now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. And so the whole monogamy thing, I think the reason why this is such a touchy subject and why so many people ha struggle with it, like mm -hmm. are very passionate and have a lot of feelings about it is because Cassie said that we are sexual beings. Like we're basically animals and uh -huh. we evolved from. Primal. Yes, we're very primal and we have these kind of. Um, sexual urges. like urges that are very natural and that across the animal kingdom like we, they all have these sexual uh -huh. natures too but what we have as human beings that is a little bit different is self-awareness uh -huh. and so we get our egos stuck mm -hmm. in the way and so when we're talking about relationships and like making sure that you're not gonna get fucking fucked over uh -huh. and having to like work out this weird agreement that's your ego yeah and Definitely. If you think about it, dogs don't have egos. They're not like worried about who, they're just fucking no. whatever. They're yeah. humping your leg. Like, <laughs> yes, they don't care. Yes, exactly. They don't care who they're offending. Like, uh -huh. there's no comparing or competition or. Wow, well, I never, yeah, it is very ego driven. Yeah, yeah, so the interesting thing is the human mind definitely can just get in the way so much of what just n comes natural to us as animals uh -huh. and as far as men you're saying men are like hypersexual and women and women are like looking for a relationship or whatever it's because as females and males we're wired genetically to have different 
goals. And yeah. that goes back to evolution, evolutionary psychology. Mm. A man's goal is literally to impregnate as many, that's not sub, that's not conscious on your mind, right. but you're wired right. this way, to impregnate as many females as possible. And a female can only carry a baby. Jesus. She, she has to, <laughs> Wait, we were talking about the other day, isn't it so weird that we never think about it with, this is another one, this was another one of those why, like, uh, you wanna know it's weird moments because it has to do with this, how like animals always have litters. So we're like, is it considered like twins, twins, like yeah. quadruplets, twins so whatever. Are, like, yeah. But but like they have mul- like isn't that weird? Quadruplets. But, yeah. Like are they considered? We typically don't have litters, no. no and we like, like it's just. I wouldn't. You consider quadruplets a litter? Optimum. I guess. Yes. Four. But they like always have four litters. out sorry. of your vagina. That was another no, really good yes, one from the other day. That was a good like what the people are like right? going <laughs> off on that for a while. Four out of your vagina at one time is a litter. Well, it's just interesting because there's also a conflict too, just between males and females, and you'll you'll experience it in just even the text conversations you have. The way we interact with males as females, and it's totally different for gay people too, but Uh it's just that there are different goals, and you're wired this way. And what I was saying is the men or males, the goal is literally to impregnate as many women as possible to spread their seed to promote survival and Spread their seed. Exactly. And a female's goal is to make sure that her um, uh, offspring survives. And so, and if you think about it, we have a longer um, term, we have a longer term term, of commitment to one Mm -hmm. seed. Whereas a man can get five women pregnant at one time, and Mm -hmm. those are all his babies. A woman can only be pregnant with one child for nine months. So she has to make sure that that she's investing the best possible resources into that one child. Because she can only have so many children throughout her lifetime. And she also, her ability to reproduce, I mean, dies off at like age 40. 42, And a a, a man can potentially have offspring until he's 95, the day he dies. <laughs> right. So if you think about it, there's yeah. a lot less investment for a man yes, that he has to woman. put in And that's where that whole Gosh. mental thing Woo! comes from. Wow, that's that my favorite heavy. podcast perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Learning so it's much. Very, it's so interesting. Uh, crazy, it is interesting. But yeah, when you get to it on that level, mm-hmm. it and again, like we said earlier on in the podcast, like how psychology is explaining these things, things that we don't really understand, and there you go, there it is right there. You know what really sucks? I have to say this, because like, the ego has become such a negative word, but it's really something that some people can't help, and I'm one of them. Like, I'm naturally- something nobody can help. I'm not egotistical, like I think I'm better than you. I- Cassie. No, I mean it, like I I let my ego get in the way of relationships, because I feel like I'm not doing enough, or maybe, if yeah. you're looking that way, it's because I'm not enough, and I always want to fucking be enough. By the way, mm-hmm. ego is something nobody can help. Right. The, the reason we're all in this room right now talking to microphones, and the reason why you're behind <laughs> that camera right now, and the reason why you're here right now playing It's because we have egos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would dogs ever fucking do this? Hell would dogs no. ever no. gather? Well, I guess my point is like, people <laughs> Maybe like, they could think talk, about, think I don't about, know. No, think about like how often Laura. it's like, women are crazy, or girls are so crazy, and I just like, I guess I wanted to say this because to any girl who's listening, I'm sure we have a pretty like, pretty big like female demographic at this point like um it's just it's like it's okay it's just it's okay like ego sounds really negative but like probably just means you care you care a lot you care about your partner you care about like fulfilling everything you can and sometimes like we just most of the time for the most part we can't 
it's natural, but like it's a little bit of self respect. It's okay. Too. Like yeah, like yeah. having self respect. I think it's like you know, I think it's a bit ego, but also self respect for sure. But like I just hate how that word is so negative. And think about like how many times females are so scared to text a guy or to do this or that because exactly. oh my god, now we're now we're crazy because like I went on a date with you and it's weird if I'm like hey how's your day? So I'll never do it. I got I a won't. text so, from a, but it sucks a that I feel like I can't. I got a text from a Chad Pitt the other day that like I've been into for a while. And I literally was like, I had a meltdown. And I texted every girlfriend in my phone, including Brett, our half girl. And I was like, how long is it okay to wait until you respond for them to think that you don't care? And then I sat there and I was twiddling my thumbs thinking mm -hmm. about it. And I was like, I hate myself for right. saying this out loud. I yeah. can't believe I just it, said that. that. Is, like, that's all ego. like, who cares? It's like, all ego. Care, like, come on. If he's not it into is. it, he's not into it. If he is into it, fucking great. Okay, you guys. I'm over it. We're going to bring it back and, and hone in and, and get serious again real quick before we end the episode. We always like to end off, as you know, Sarah, with a dirty, which are dares for charity. Um, and we always like to ask our guests what resonates with them. So is there a specific charity that reson res resonates <laughs> with you that you'd like to like the proceeds to go towards? Um, I think you know me more than anyone, and I am such a big, like, supporter of uh, charities that are answering to mental health issues, mm -hmm. and that's what I personally would love to contribute to from this episode, and it's gone along with a theme and everything, so mm -hmm. I think it fits. Mm. And also, I would love, if possible, to split Absolutely. with Alexa, because she was just telling me about something that happened to yes. her in her life with her friend. Struggling with um, type one diabetes. I love that. Yeah, so. I, just, I just sadly lost a friend, a good friend to type one diabetes, and I would love for it to be split with uh, JDRF's foundation for type one diabetes. Oh, love amazing. that! Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. We're sending lots of love to you yeah. and to your family. Yeah. And I don't think people realize, honestly, how serious diabetes yes, is. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah no, you know it's, I know. Mean? Especially so, type 1 diabetes. Especially type 1. Yeah. Especially type 1, of So course. if we can do, really like, cool, a yeah. crazy dare for... We'll go, we'll go extra crazy yeah, we'll for go your extra friend. Crazy. What do you guys yeah, want to do? And for mental see? health, because both of these resonate. And I'm going to do some research and figure out which one I would like to specifically contribute to as far as mental health goes, because I didn't really think of it, but... Yeah. There are so many wonderful ones. Yeah. Well, sure. You know what, guys? Cheers to two and a Cheers. half. Thank you, Dorito. Yeah, for, thank you, Dorito. Uh, our very own yes. Dorito. Our oh, very own Dorito. You've got to be Thank you guys Woo. so much for joining. Until next Cheers. time. Like that.